one. What's up, guys? This is Down to the Wire with Mason and Cam. What's up? What's up? We are back, just like expected. Um, so we had some technical difficulties yeah, last week. Yeah, we did. We, so, okay, we recorded last week, and we got done, and Mason left. And so I'm starting to look at it, and I started listening to it, and I noticed, like, Mason is, like, super quiet. Boom. Like, you literally could not hear him in the audio. So there was something going on with the audio, and it just wasn't going to work. So we were thinking about maybe re-recording the next day, but things just didn't work out. I had class, he had work, and other things going on. So I just kind of made a decision. You know what? Let's just not put out a podcast this week, and then we'll just double up with a long episode next week. So maybe it's worth the wait. Maybe not. (laughs) So we got a lot of stuff coming at you guys this week, especially because we missed last week. So we are going to double it up, like Cam said, and throw a big old episode at you guys. So stick with us. All right, so starting it off, we're just going to review the past two weeks of college yeah, football. Yeah, we got two weeks of college football to recap. Holy crap. All right, so what happened week three? All right, week three was the big week. For LSU football, (laughs) I was there, it was hot as anything, and everybody doubted us, nobody said we'd win, and what happened, we went into Jordan-Hare, and we won, okay, (laughs) which hardly ever happens anyway, I think, like, they did, like, a little video and, like, stat thing during the middle of the game of, like, Auburn had, like, a 16-game, like, home winning streak, Yeah, broke it, okay, fantastic game, and it's kind of weird I'm having to talk about all this all over again. But, yeah, so, like, Joe Burrow, his performance was exactly kind of what I was thinking it would be, okay? It wasn't super super flashy numbers, okay? He had, you know, not the best complete, completion percentage and everything, but he got the yards and he made the throws to be able to win the game. Yeah, he made the throws when it counted. Yeah, he made them when it counted. And, you know, we took, like, a lot of shots during that game, a lot of deep shots, especially later on towards the game. And you could tell that those Auburn DBs were getting tired. And I'm just going to say their DBs were mugging our receivers all game. And all these Auburn fans were complaining about pass interference calls. And, by the way, both of those pass pass interference calls on the last drive both of them were pass interference, okay? You can't, like, it was obvious. All right, I don't want to hear you complain. It was, okay? Don't put yourself in a position for a game to be called, like, be affected by refs. That's on you, Auburn. So don't exactly. be blaming refs for it, okay? We took advantage, went down the field last drive, and won the game. And, you know, Joe Burrow didn't make any mistakes. He kept on in the game, made the throws he needed to. The defense was outstanding. They gave up three long drives, um, which, I mean, Auburn looked like they got going last bit of the second quarter, beginning of the third quarter, and then, you know, LSU just shut them down. Jared stood them through two picks, and they didn't really have a running game. Yeah, so. yeah this was a great game for LSU. Um, they basically came out and played like LSU. They were able to dominate – and just made it look like an ugly game, honestly. Um, I know you don't like hearing that, but... I, I mean, it was a defensive game, man. Like, yeah. it was. Yeah. And, but, I mean, that's the kind of game that you have to win whenever you go to the, on the road. Yeah, sometimes. so, great win from LSU. I guess I gotta stop hating now. You gotta stop hating on my boys. Okay? Gotta, gotta I mean, jump off that. Here's another thing about the game. Uh, on defense, 
and I said this last week, and I'll say it again, that um, there's a stat out there that LSU didn't rush more than four or five guys. They only did that once. So all the rest of the game, they rushed four guys and had seven in coverage on pass plays, which is really you know phenomenal because we got a lot of pressure on Stidham throughout the game. So the question mark I had for Auburn at the beginning of the year was their offensive line, and they didn't hold up against a really good LSU defensive line. And LSU's offensive line held their own. Yeah. They weren't perfect, okay? They gave up a good bit some pressure sometimes. They gave up a couple sacks or one sack, and it wasn't perfect, but they played the best game they played all year against one of the best defensive like front sevens, if not one of the best front sevens in the nation yeah. against Auburn. So, Well... Coach O's starting to look like the real deal, don't you think? I'm he's, on, he's getting there. I'm on Coach right. O's bandwagon. Listen, like not LSU's Coach O's. Okay, so the thing that like there are a lot of questions about Coach O, but so far he's kind of checked off the boxes. The team's kind of improved. I mean, kind of coming in back into this week of pre of recapping, LSU didn't look super against Louisiana Tech. I mean, they went out and got up. Uh, 24 to nothing or 24 to seven, and then come out in the second half, and they just kind of laid an egg, and didn't really get going until La Tech made it 21 to 24, and then you know we won the game comfortably. So you would have liked, but I mean, you just got done with a hard-fought battle against Auburn, where you're hyped. You're not going to be able to get up as much for a La Tech, but you know we'll see what he's made of, what the team's made of. But you can definitely tell he's a lot more comfortable this year. And I think a lot of that has to do with the offensive coordinator being Steve Enzemeger, somebody he trusts, unlike Matt Canada last year, who he didn't really trust at all, and they yeah. butted heads. So that's definitely a big difference is that Coach O has, you know, trusts the guys that he has on his staff. Yeah. So it makes him a lot more comfortable in the position there. So continue on with week three's preview, um, a review, actually. Uh, Bama and Ole Miss – don't really need to get super in depth with yeah. that. That was just yeah. a good old fashioned butt whooping. And last week, I went through kind of like the uh, kind of some of the drives for the Ole Miss offense, and so they scored on what their first possession. What it was is yes. that what it was? I said, let me hear, let me pull up that that play by play so I can tell you. So they scored on their first. All right, Bama scored. Okay, here here it was. Get this to work right. So Ole Miss scores, then Bama scores. Okay, Ole Miss punts three plays, and they're done. Bama fumbles. Okay, but then Ole Miss punts the ball, so they don't score. Then Bama scores again. So right there, it's it's fourteen to seven in the first quarter. Then here's what happens to Ole Miss's offense: they fumble the ball, and then they give up a touchdown. They throw an interception. They give up a touchdown. They punt the ball, and then Bama misses a field goal. So right up to that point, it's 28-7. to Bama scores a touchdown to make it 28-7 to with 440 left in the first quarter. <laughs> right? Two turnovers. And, they get, and they're down 21 points yeah. still in the first quarter. Like, the game's over at that point. I mean, the game's really over whenever it gets to 21-7. to Yeah. And you could tell throughout the game, like, Ole Miss wasn't into it after that. Oh, no. After that first um, – what was it? It was their first play. After that, it just – it was like they got up really – their – um, but, yeah, the crowd, they just – they weren't into it after that first play. 
I don't know what it was. It was like that was their crowning moment. But from there on out, it was just like it was nothing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really hard to come back after you give up two turnovers on consecutive drives, and right after that, you give up touchdowns. I mean, the game's over at that point. So, and Ole Miss's only chance to win that game or to make it close was to score with them. Yeah. And you're four minutes from the first quarter being over, and you're down three scores. I mean, it's it's over. Like. Yeah, so it was just an easy win for Alabama. Have you seen the new uh, Heisman rankings? I'm not looking at that. Guess who's number one? I'm not looking at it. Yeah, you know who's number one. I know who, I know exactly who they say have it. as number one. I'm oh, not yeah. saying it. Say it. No. Say his name. I'm not saying say it. it. No. All right. Anyways, biggest upset of week three, obviously, Wisconsin-BYU, yep. which was a killer game for me because I had Wisconsin in my Final Four. Yeah, they're done. But they are not done. They're done. That is why. We'll talk about this soon. I'm not too, too worried, but that did hurt. So, Wisconsin-BYU. Wisconsin really let me down. That game was at home. How do you lose to a BYU squad like that? Hey, listen. BYU was, like, the worst team in football last year. They're actually good this year, maybe. They are. They're, I mean, they're they're they, they, they won. Year. They beat Wisconsin, and I haven't watched them at all. But, I mean, <laughs> you beat a good team like Wisconsin. I mean, you got to be good, you know? So we had that upset, and then Texas second, over USC. Oh my What I tell you, my boys, Texas. Okay, We're not starting this. Coming Texas back. Right now. All right, they beat USC thirty-seven to fourteen, like I told you they would. Okay, but I've got another upset in mind in Nebraska versus Troy. Scott yep. Frost laying another egg, making us all proud. Man, they're hurting. How about them Trojans? TBT, huh? I'm not talking about them. TBT. <laughs> Uh, another thing that happened uh, week three, goodness gracious, my computer. Uh, if I can pull it up here. Oh. It was the Kentucky-Florida game in week three, yep. right? That was week three? No, that was week two. Was that week two? Okay, yeah. I had him confused then. Never mind. We'll get to Kentucky in a minute. <laughs> you can tell we're kind of off our game with this. Um Arizona State loses to San Diego State yeah. after they beat Michigan State. That's a big letdown. They lose by seven. And then um, we had Vandy looking really, really good yeah, against Notre Dame. Yeah, dude, Vandy had a chance to win that game, man. I mean, they only lost by five points at Notre Dame. Yep. And I said it would, I thought it would be a close game. Uh, I didn't think it would be this close. I didn't think yeah. Vandy would have a chance to win the game at the end. But look at the Commodores making it super close. And – you, you were telling me last week about the the last throw that Vandy had. The oh, dude, yeah. like, had the ball and Dude had it. it in his hands, go into the ground. Once he hits the ground, pops out, drops it. Yeah. Tragedy. I mean, so, building off Vandy going into week four, um, that would be the last time I ever say that, building off Vandy. Um, so, Vandy played South Carolina week four, had a tragic loss to them, I believe. Um Watching game day, Kirk Herbstreit comes on and says, this is the first time Vandy has ever been a part of their picks in back-to-back weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) And the crazy part is, all four of them picked Vandy to beat South Carolina. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, first time ever. Dude, I can't remember the last time I watched game day. Yeah, well, that's why Vandy lost, because they're going to be now. So, LSU playing school the blind. Yep. DBU. Struggled a little yeah, bit. They, they How did, are you feeling yeah. about that? Are you, you know, worried? 
I'm not super worried. I mean, listen, these kind of games, like, there's nothing to take away to me yeah. about these games. But the at only the same time, time, it's a garbage team putting up 300 passing yards. Yeah, I mean, it was a good amount of yards. They had the ball pretty much all of the second half, and then we didn't really have much of a pass rush. I mean, if you watch the game, a lot of those passes, like, he had all day to throw. And so that was something that the coaching staff had said, like, hey, we need to make more pressure on these guys. And so I'm not super worried. I mean, we're still DBU. We had some guys that were out that were injured and everything. And, again, you know, it's Louisiana Tech. You just got done with Auburn. You had a big emotional win, emotional week. Come back. I mean, you looked strong first half, and then you kind of took your foot off the gas in the second half. And, you know, I mean, Louisiana Tech's a good – is one of the better – uh, group of five teams. Yeah, they're they a, have good a good school offense. to blind. They are a good school to blind. But, I mean, I mean, they're kind of a little bit better. They have a decent offense. They don't have a defense. But, I mean, still, you don't, you know, give up that kind of points to, to that kind of school. Yeah. But, I mean, again, like, there's nothing for me to take away with these games. Like, yeah. the only time that I'm going to take something away from this game, and that's with any team, whether Alabama plays them or if, you know, Arkansas plays them, unless they lose like Arkansas, there's nothing to take away from these games. So, like Troy last year? Like that, yeah. That's the exception. Like you lose to Troy, like that's unacceptable. Okay, and I talked about it, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. So every single week, you try and bring something about Troy in. All right, every single time. They were down here repping. They just beat an SEC here. school. Get out of here. Of course, I'm gonna bring it up. Anyways, so Bama, wow. Texas A&M. And this game played out exactly how I thought it would. Yeah. Can't stop a running quarterback. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that. I'm sick of seeing it. I'm sick of seeing Kellen Mond just run right up the middle, QB draw for about 100 yards. I'm sick of it. Two things I'm going to take away from this game. Our run game has to get better. Oh, yeah, definitely. I knew coming into the season that it was going to be a little bit of a struggle, but I didn't think it was going to be like that. Normally an Alabama team, you're, you're used to seeing them running the ball, taking the clock down, doing their thing. But now it's just passing deep, big plays, no big deal. Yeah. And I mean, like, you'll be able to do that against teams like A&M and teams that don't have as strong a secondary. But whenever you get to kind of your later part of the year, you're playing your LSUs, your Auburns, your Mississippi States that have stronger defenses. Yeah. You might not be able to pass as easy. You'll still probably be able to pass a little bit. But, like, you got to have a running game yeah, yeah. going into the Baton Rouge. You have to have a running game when you play Mississippi State. You have to have a running game against a great front seven and pass rush in Auburn. Like, you have to. Yeah. And I think going into uh, our Week 5 game, that's going to be our main focus is running the ball and getting better with that. Um, so, another thing I'm taking away from the game is I miss J.K. Scott, the best punter <laughs> Alabama's ever had. And I did not genuinely think I would ever say that, but I miss him. You miss a punter, man. Our there's something about now, you and special teams, like our punter man. now is terrible. <laughs> we can't with J.K. Scott. We were able to flip the field, and we would be fine. Pin teams deep into their um, side of the field, and then just that was fine, no big deal. But now our punter can't even get it past the fifty-yard line. Yep, man, I mean. makes me want to throw up. <laughs> Okay, so do you have anything else on that? No. That's uh, so me for A&M. Okay, A&M's, A&M was able to score a little bit. Like They kind of scored as much as I thought Ole Miss would do. 
I think Ole Miss, just, just like we talked about, they just got shell-shocked, and the game was over, and they didn't really want to be there. Yeah. It was obvious. A&M kind of hung in there, kind of made it close for a little bit, but, I mean, Alabama was Alabama at home. Still really don't know how good A&M is. Like, in my opinion, like, nobody knows how good they are. Yeah. Like, yeah, they played Clemson close, but one, it was early in the year. Two, they're at home. And now three, Clemson has a new starting quarterback. They're now starting their freshman. And Trevor uh, there's, you know, rumors about Kelly Bryant transferring. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be a different Clemson team at the end of the year than what A&M played them. And, I mean, you play at home against one of the top teams in the country. Your crowd's going to be there. You're going to be hype. You're going to be ready to go. And then, you know, you go to Alabama. You play kind of expe- how I expected you to. And still don't know how good you are. So, other games this weekend. How about Oklahoma oh. having to win in overtime against Army? How do you feel? That's one Look, of your teams. That is one of my and teams. And one of your boys. What do you think, man? Every team has a game like this. Every team has a game where they just come out, lay an egg. So I'm not as worried as you think I would be. But at the same time, losing Anderson, their star running back, it's going to hurt them, and I think it showed that it's going to hurt them, and I don't think Kyler Murray was quite ready to take the entire load. Um, and so, but I think I saw or I heard about this game that Army had the ball on one drive. They ran 19 plays on one drive. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's that option attack, man. Like, your, your goal is to run out the clock, and Oklahoma couldn't stop them. Couldn't. Like, they scored. Not at all. But you know so, they won in overtime, so that's all they can. That matters. They won. Wasn't the prettiest thing. Kyler Murray only threw for one sixty-five. Yeah, it was but, definitely a scary game. But every team has this game. So uh, some other games this weekend. Okay, I'm going to talk about Georgia Missouri. Okay, and with that game, I'm not. I'm getting less and less impressed with Georgia. I mean, the score shows that they blowed them out, and you know they kind of did, but like. One of the scores was off of a punt that was blocked. Another one was off of a tight end fumbling the ball when they should have blown the play dead. Like, his yeah, four progress yeah. has stopped. They just let the play keep going. He fumbles the ball. They take it all away for a touchdown. So, that's 14 points right there. You take just those two scores away, this is a really close game. Missouri has a chance to win the game. And, like, they were able to go up and down the field a good portion of the game on Georgia's defense. They were able to stop the run uh, – very decent amount of time against Georgia. And, I mean, Georgia scored, but, I mean, Missouri was right there. I mean, Georgia, yes, they were very opportunistic. But, like, again, you had to be able to do it, like, just by dominating them. They didn't do that at all. Matty Mock, or not Matty Mock. Uh, Drew Locke had a good game. Um, and, again, like, Georgia just won games based off unfortune and teams just making mistakes, which is good. Yeah. But, I mean, still – it's not super impressive. To me, that doesn't scream number two team in the country. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting to see what happens with them because, you know, they lost their two guys. They lost Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb. So what do you do after that? Who do you go to? I mean, you got. I mean, you have pretty decent backs. But, I mean, Missouri was able to play fairly well on defense, and, you know, that might not be their – I mean, I don't yeah. think that's their strong suit is defense. No, no. Not so you'll play tougher teams. That have better defenses and maybe a little bit, maybe not as good of an offense, but an offense that'll be able to get job the job done. Yeah. Um, another game. I have probably two more games to kind of talk. Maybe three more games to talk about from this past week. Um, one of them 
was the game that game day was at, the Oregon-Stanford game. Go Cardinals. Freaking Oregon blew it. They Go had Cardinals. the game, and they should have won the game. <laughs> you fumble the ball as you're trying to run the clock out, like, and you lose. Like, man, that's just a heart, like, golly. I just don't understand, man. All right, so how about – them Kentucky Wildcats. Dude, how about Kentucky, man? Very impressed. Very, very. That like, running back, what a ball. Dude, Benny Snell, he's the, like, he said, I can run on anybody. Oh, I yeah, don't like, care. Give me the Vikings. I don't care. He's he's ridiculous. He ran for 165 yards against that defensive front what of a Mississippi baller. State. And by the way, Mississippi State couldn't run the ball on Kentucky. They scored seven points against Kentucky. That defense is legit. Like, you shut down Nick Fitzgerald and those guys. That's a pretty good offense. You shut them down to seven points, and then you gave up 28 points. Kentucky didn't just beat them. Like, they destroyed them. Okay? It wasn't, like, a close game at all. Like, Kentucky controlled the game, and it showed up on the scoreboard, and they won the game. Yeah. Like, two big wins in a row. Or, not in a row, but two big uh, wins so far, four weeks in, and breaking your losing streak to Florida – and then beating a really good Mississippi State team, who a lot of teams thought could have been the second or third best team in the West. And Kentucky's been rewarded for it, too. Now, what, get moved up to 17 in the AP polls? Let's see. We're, yeah, they're 17 in the AP, 17 in the coaches. Yep, 17. And before that, they were not ranked. And how one. about the Blue Bloods? Kentucky's at 17, Duke's at 24, 25, I think. Yeah, they're top 20. They're 22 and 23. Man, both of them. How about that right basketball that. schools? Basketball schools, man. That's why. Uh, but yeah, man, Kentucky. Are they the second best team in the East this year? Oh man. I mean, I looked at their uh, their schedule earlier today, and let's see if I can pull that up real quick. Um, but they have the potential. Now listen to me. They have the potential to be undefeated by the time they play Georgia, November third. I and never in my game, life thought I would see. And that Kentucky game is at home. The second best SEC team. That game's at home too. Like that's like they don't have to go to Georgia. Georgia has to come to Kentucky. And let me okay, let me tell you who they had to play. So they beat Mississippi State. They play South Carolina this week. They go to A and M, which out of the games left, that could be the probably the game that they might lose. Maybe to A and M. Yeah. And then after A and M, they have Vandy at home, and then they go to Missouri. So they have like that four game stretch of South Carolina at home, A and M on the road, Vanderbilt at home, Missouri at, on or at on the road. They win those four games. They get Georgia at home November third. Oh, I would love that. Could be the game for the East because after that, like if 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 Kentucky loses one of the games out of those four, like they're still in it, and then they play Georgia. And then after Georgia, the only SEC team they play is Tennessee. Like, Tennessee's garbage. So, like, so like Kentucky, all they have to do is beat Georgia. And they can, like, they only have room, they have room to lose one game as long as they beat Georgia. And they'd win the SEC East. Kentucky. How crazy is that? I hope so. Kentucky, feed the beast. Shout out feed to Kenneth Benny Bruce. Snow, please. Shout out to Kenneth Bruce, our boy, our our uh, pastor, being a Kentucky fan, living in Alabama. Kentucky, they're actually pretty fan. good this year. Now, listen, can Kentucky hold up to the pressure? Who knows? But again, I'm not saying that they will beat Georgia. I don't know if they're that good or not. 
See, they have a good defense, but look, they it's do great have that the... Kentucky's amazing right now in football, but they got to step back. You can't dominate basketball and then come up in football. It just can't happen. You can't have both. Pick one, Kentucky. Pick one. <laughs> so, right. but yeah, man. I mean, it could be, and that's the same weekend. I was the LSU Alabama game, so it could potentially be like <laughs> huge, huge, massive weekend. match of weekend on division titles being on the line. Because again, with Kentucky, they're able, like, they could lose. One game out of the South Carolina A&M Vandy Mizzou, as long as they beat Georgia, like they're gonna beat Tennessee. So, and Courtney's walking in. Hey, Courtney. What up, Courtney? Hey. <laughs> but yeah, man, Kentucky could be the second best team in the East because I mean that's where they're at right now. So. All right, so I know you want to talk about Texas. That's right. Oh Two weeks in a row. You hated on them, and they won both times. They I beat will USC. Hate on they Texas. beat TCU. Listen, Texas. They're my sleeper team, and hey, they can do it, man. They can do it. Texas is a pile of trash. Dude, they just beat TCU thirty-one to sixteen. TCU is a bigger pile of trash. Oh, whatever, man. Get out of here. Texas, You're just a hater. You gotta jump off that. You're a dude. I had them at the beginning of the year. I'm gonna ride with them. Until it ends, That's, okay? They're yeah. my sleeper team, okay? Just like, you can't say that whenever you're going to still be on the Wisconsin bandwagon over here. Yeah. Okay? No, it's not happening. That's because Wisconsin plays real teams. <laughs> okay. That's right. All right, so that's all we've got for our week three and four review on our college games. So moving on to well, our next actually, segment. Actually, there's, there's still one more upset that there was. Purdue getting oh. their first win, beating Boston oh, yeah. College. Beating BC, that was a big one. Yeah, and they didn't just beat them; like they won thirty to thirteen. Yeah, so it was a big win for them. Just gonna look through real quick to see if there's anything else I want to talk about here. And yeah, Tennessee is terrible. That's not news. That's awful. That's Jeremy like Pruitt, you should have stayed they had like what six or seven turnovers. Yeah, like trash. So that's all we got now for our week three, week four review. Um, so moving on, we've got a little college football playoff outlook. So when we first four weeks into the year, four weeks into the year, heck yeah! So when we first started this off, we picked four teams that we thought were going to the playoffs. Cam, give me your four teams that you picked at first. I don't remember the teams I picked. You don't remember? I thought you had it. Yeah, you're lucky I have it. it See, I'm leaning on you. I Bama. just wrote down what I have now. <laughs> so you had Bama, Clemson. Um, who are the other two? Washington and then oh my gosh, I Texas. Think Texas, right? Yeah. Let me throw up real quick. <laughs> um, so yeah, you've got two losses in there. No, no, I don't have any losses so far. You've got two losses. No, man. Listen, two teams are out. Listen, Texas. If they went out, they're in. No, they are. No, they, if they went out, they're in because they'd probably be playing Texas twice. Or not Texas, they'll be playing Oklahoma probably twice, beat them both times, and they also had to play West Virginia, which is top 15, okay? Texas Tech is back in the top 25. Like, they win out, they're in. Yeah, but they're not going to win out, so we don't have I'm to I'm not about saying that. that they are. I'm saying, like, they're both not dead. And then still with Washington, I mean, they would Washington. have to, Washington has to have things in front of them happen, I think. Like, if they went out, they're going to be 
like probably one of the last seeds. Like they'll be in between the four and six seeds. I think Washington coming out and look really bad against Arizona State just really hurt their case because Arizona State made them look average. And Listen, I think as long as they win, to me it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. But yeah, man. Okay, so we're gonna. What were yours? So mine was uh, Bama, Clemson, Wisconsin, and Oklahoma. So I've Wisconsin's got, out. I've got one team that's a little little iffy right now. So if I were to tell you that you could repick your um, playoff top four, what would you put in, or who would you put in? Okay, so uh, I did a top four, and then the last two that were out. Okay, that's how I did mine. Um, and so I actually changed mine a little bit from last week. So last week we did this. Uh, I changed it up a little bit after this week of games. <laughs> so please tell me you took Texas so here, out. No. Oh, my god. Listen. We're going to go over this again, okay? Listen. All right. So I got Bama in. I got Clemson in. I had Clemson out last week. I'm going to put them back in because I looked at it again. Also, we missed, we didn't even talk about Virginia Tech losing to Old Dominion. How the heck does that happen? One, why are that you That's one of your teams. That, that was one of my sleeper teams. I thought they'd have a really good year, and they lose to Old Dominion. Also, why are you playing at Old Dominion? Like, what are you doing? You're Virginia Tech. You don't go to those small schools. <laughs> and you also don't lose to those small schools. That's why they so, lost. Yeah, kick rocks. You're terrible. That's awful. Um, so, yeah, so I got Clemson because I don't think they'll lose to Virginia Tech in a championship game. I don't think they'd probably lose to Miami either. Um, and I think they'll get better the rest of the year, especially with the new quarterback. Number three, oh, here I we have go. Oklahoma oh, or, okay. or or Texas. Oh, man. Okay, you lost me. It'll be one of those two. Because I think I think Texas will win the Red River Shootout, and they'll play each other in the Big Twelve Championship game. Whoever wins that game is in. Yeah, and so it'll be one of those two. See, Texas got really lucky that Anderson got hurt. I believe. Because if Anderson doesn't get hurt, Oklahoma runs the table and they're in the, the Final Four easily. Could be. But, I mean, the winner, That's like, I think, I think they'll play each other in the championship game. I think that Texas will beat Oklahoma in the first round, and then whoever wins that, that Big 12 championship is going to be in. So it'll be Oklahoma or Texas. And then number four, I have my boys, LSU. Okay. <laughs> okay. Last week, okay. Last week I had Georgia in it in place. Or I had, like, kind of like a three – like two of a three of Bama, LSU, Georgia. I had Clemson out, and then I had, um, I think I had Ohio State in maybe. I think so. Uh, I took Ohio State out, and I'll uh, explain some of that later. But I thought that out of the three teams of Bama, Georgia, and LSU, that two of them would get in. After this past week, watching Georgia being less impressed, I think Georgia won't make it. So let me ask you this. If LSU loses to Alabama, do they get in? Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, so what? Like, I'm ba- what I'm banking on is okay. LSU and Bama. One of them wins out. The other, like, so like they'll play undefeated in their game in November. Whoever loses still wins out. They only have one loss. Whoever wins wins the SEC championship game. So one of them is undefeated automatically in. The other one has one loss only to the other, and they'll be in. All right. So what about this? Um, all right. So let's say Bama goes on. Undefeated, wins SEC. They're automatic in. Yeah. Clemson goes on, wins S- or wins ACC automatically in. So then you're looking at three, maybe four teams in um, Oklahoma. I'll just say Texas 
for the heck of it. Um, but those two would eliminate each other. So. Yeah. All right. So now let's say this. Let's say um, Texas goes on, beats Oklahoma, boom. Um, Oklahoma's got one loss. They win their conference. LSU's still sitting there, one loss, no conference win. And then Ohio State comes in, one loss this weekend, Penn State, but somehow, someway wins their conference. What happens? So, so you've got two conference so you're, championships. So you're saying – you're saying that Texas and Ohio State both win their conference? Yeah, with one loss. What about Oklahoma? How does they Oklahoma would, get in? If they, they would lose twice. Champion? I'm saying. Okay, so you're so saying you, that you have you're picking two between those three. Okay, so I'm picking two out of so those three. Got, so I'm picking in between Texas, Ohio State, and LSU. One gets out. Yeah. Okay. So honestly, LSU would probably have like the best. Um, strength of schedule yeah because like they would have beaten a top 10 miami team at the time a top 10 auburn team who's still gonna be really good a top five team in georgia when they play they only lose to alabama at home and then they beat a pretty good mississippi state team so like i think lsu is in and then honestly i think it's probably a coin flip between ohio state and texas yeah but See, I, mean, I think so. It's like the reason be why really hard for um, like for me, like the reason why I don't have any Big Ten teams in my Final Four is because I think they're going to take each other out. Yeah, I just feel like it'd be really hard for them to pass over two conference champions with one loss for an SEC team who's not. Well, a I mean, I think they just they'd loss. only be passing up one. Yeah. So and I mean that's happened before. Yeah. So, I mean, my thing is, I think so. Like Penn State. Just kind of spoiling my pick, one of my picks this week. I think Penn State wins this weekend, but they also play Wisconsin, and so they could potentially lose that game. So they're d- down one. Ohio State down one. I mean, they all play Michigan State and Michigan. Like, I think they'll all beat each other up. I think Wisconsin's out no matter what. Like, they don't have the strength of schedule to be in. And so my last two that are out, number five is Stanford. Number six is Ohio State. Okay. Because, um, like, like, and part of, like, the reason why – I, like, if I had to pick between Ohio State and Texas, I think Ohio State would get in because I think people respect the Big Ten more than they respect the Big 12. Yeah. And so. All right, so for me, keeping it simple, I'm still going Bama-Clemson, no doubt. Um, so three and four. Um, at three, I'm going with Ohio State. As much as I deeply. I hope not, man. As much as I deeply love. Ohio State. Get out of here. With all of my heart. I love them <laughs> so much. Psych. Um, so I got them at three. Of course, I've got Oklahoma at four. And then I think you're looking at um, the winner. I'd say the winner of LSU, Georgia. Whichever one wins that will be probably five. And then I've got Stanford at six. We're, we're, we're pretty close. Yeah. We'll make it interesting. I mean, a lot of it's just going to have to do with how everything plays out with the Big Ten and Big 12. Yeah. Um, is the Big 12 going to beat up each other? Is the Big Ten going to be- eat up each other? Because, I mean. So when do the first official college football rankings come out? I think it's like. Week six or something like, like that, Week six it? or seven. I mean, it's kinda, I mean, it's kind of close to whenever the Bama LSU game. Yeah. So. Yeah, we still got a little bit until then. We still got probably like three or four more weeks until those come out. Well, we're being premature, so. We are being premature. Keeping but listen, I mean, I feel good, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I would too. 
Um, all right, so moving on, next segment. Throwing a little NFL at you. Haven't talked much about the NFL. We're not really NFL like gurus. Yeah, you know, but, but we'll we still do it. our thing. Your boy keeps up with fantasy a pretty good bit. Um, we've got a matchup tonight. This yeah, week, we do. We play each other in fantasy this week, and You're I'm going to beat you. So. You're catching me on a bye week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't want to hear your excuses for whenever I win. All right. Like, I don't want to hear it. You're just catching me on a bye week. I've got three running backs out. I don't care, man. Three. Listen, be good. Okay? All right. All right, right, so we're doing our playoff predictions for NFL? Yeah, playoff predictions for NFL. Give me your AFC teams first. AFC? AFC. Okay, so out of the AFC East, I got the Patriots, of course. Out of the North, I got the Bengals. Um, Out of the South, I have the Jaguars. Out of the West, I have the Chiefs. And then the two wild cards, I have the Steelers and Broncos. And then um, winning the AFC Championship, I have the Jags. Okay, okay. All right, so tell me this. Patriots 1-2 and two right now. Yeah, it's not looking pretty, but, I mean, dude, it's like Bill Belichick, yeah. Tom Brady, it's the Patriots. I mean. But you the, got their counterparts, the Miami Dolphins, 3-0. They're 3-0 oh right now, but, I mean, it's still the Patriots, man. Like, yeah. You can't bet against them. You can't count them, them out. All right, so now layer NFC teams on me. NFC East, I got the Eagles. The North, I got the Vikings. Uh, the South, of course, I got my Saints, who picked <laughs> up a big overtime win against the Falcons. <laughs> All right, Drew Brees, breaking record for the most completions in NFL history, my boy. And then uh, the West, obviously, the Rams. Um, my two wild cards are the Packers and the Redskins. Okay. And then I think the Rams and the Saints will probably play in the NFC Championship game. But I got the Rams winning, and I got the Rams winning the whole thing. All right. So you got the Rams and who for your Super Bowl? Rams and Jags. Rams and Jags. Interesting. All right. So for my AFC teams, I've got Patriots, of course. And then I'm going Chiefs, Steelers, Jaguars, Chargers and then the Texans. Which the Texans are 0-3, man. Look, look, look. It's the Texans. Deshaun Watson's gonna do his thing. He's gonna bring him back. I mean he needs to do his thing. He's on my he's my fantasy quarterback. So. Well he can have an off week this week. <laughs> <laughs> they can run the ball this week. Um so for the NFC, of course, I've got the Rams. My gosh, they're absolutely amazing. Um so I've got the Rams, Packers, Eagles, Saints, Vikings, and Falcons. You got the Falcons. I've got the Falcons. Falcons are they're good, man. They're good. They're but good. I mean, you also kind of have a stacked AFC that could be. So, like, the only reason I didn't have any other team in the NFC South not making the playoffs is because one that's already a hard division, and so they'll probably beat each other up a little bit. And so, just kind of comparing those to other teams and other divisions, I don't think they'd have the record to win a wild card. Yeah, yeah. It'll not be because they're not good. It's just I think. Their record not, might not be as good as, you know, a Packers, Redskins, or, you know, possibly Vikings or something like that. Yeah. So. so, coming out of the NFC, I've got the Rams. Um, and I think they will probably end up matching up with the Eagles in the NFC Championship. Okay. But I could totally see the Saints because the Saints are legit this year. They um, just got to get more of a defense. Yes, gotta totally. Got to get some defense. Um, and coming out of the AFC, I've totally gone back and forth on this. Um after watching Patrick Mahomes. Did the Chiefs do look he, legit? Oh, my gosh. Patrick Mahomes is perfect for um, the Chiefs system right now. Having Tyreek Hill just to drop D 
deep bombs too. It's been amazing to watch. Um, but ultimately, I think I'm going to have to go with the Steelers because I think they're going to bring Le'Veon back at some point and they're going to do their thing. Um, so I've got Steelers and Rams in my Super Bowl and I obviously have the Rams winning. Probably the first super team I've ever seen in the NFL. They're ridiculous, man. They're awesome. They're Love really them. Good. All right. Moving on. You got a rant for me? I really don't. All right. I don't really have much. I've got one for you. All right, go for it. So, our listeners, you can't see it right now, but I've got my Kyrie Irving Celtics oh, jersey on. Oh, boy. It's time. So, training camp started this week. We had media day yesterday. First day of practices, practices today. Um, we've got our first preseason game on Friday. Are you going to watch it? It's preseason basketball. Who cares? Hey, shut up. <laughs> so, I've been hearing a lot of talk recently about Kyrie Irving leaving to go to the Knicks to play with Jimmy Butler. And at first, I was a little worried about it because Kyrie Irving's kind of a kind of just out there. He never seems to want to commit he's to anything. He's a flat earther, isn't he? Yeah, he's a flat earther. <laughs> So, he never seems to want to commit. So, it was worrying me a little bit because I love Kyrie with my whole, whole with my whole heart. Did you love him when he was at Cleveland? Yes, I did. I oh, actually, wow. Look at that. Yeah. I actually really did. I promise you. Um, but recently, after seeing one of his interviews, he came out and basically shut down the whole New York Knicks thing. He came out and said he loves Boston. He wants Boston to be his future. Um he was like, why would I want to leave an organization like this with players around me like this? Talking about Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward. I could rip off the whole team if you wanted me to. I'll pass. Okay, maybe next time. <laughs> but And then he basically just came out and said, look, like I want my number to be in the Raptors. I want them to retire number 11, which is what they're going to do after he brings us championship banner 18, 19, it's and 20. Happening. It's, it's happening. It's happening. I'm telling no. you, it's happening. Celtics are legit this year. Y'all better watch out. It's coming. Gordon Hayward's coming back. We're going to go off this year. I could ramble on and on about the Celtics, but I'm going to cut it off right here. Just know, New York Knicks, y'all can kick rocks, not pillows. Um, Kyrie Irving, bring it home, buddy. Man. And that's all I've got. I'm telling you, Boston is not winning it this year. Oh, it's not happening. Man. You're not going to beat the Warriors Give in a seven-game series. Or even if somehow LeBron gets there, you're not beating him. Or you're not going to beat Houston. Okay, Give me You're not June. beating any of those teams out west. Get me to June. It ain't happening. There's one team that I'm worried about, and it's the Warriors. You're not winning. Get me it's to June. It's not happening. All right. So... Now we have our week five preview. Lay it on me. What game are you looking forward to? All right. Games this week. There's a lot of good games. Most of them are at night. But there are some uh, decent matchups. I mean, obviously, you got Ohio State and Penn State, which is going to be a really good game. Um, LSU plays Ole Miss this week. I've seen some people on ESPN say that it could be a potential upset. I ain't seeing it. Um... Well, they did just give up 300 yards passing. So. It's not happening, Mason. Okay, <laughs> You got the We Lost to Kentucky Bowl with Mississippi State and Florida. Dan Mullen comes back to start Vegas. Yeah, he does. That'll be an interesting game. I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and admit it. I thought Florida was kind of dead in the water after losing to Kentucky, but Kentucky is better than what we thought. Florida might be a little better, but I think they'll lose to Mississippi State. 
So is Mississippi State going to boo him? I don't know, man. What do you think? He's getting booed. You think so? He's, he's definitely getting Okay. Booed. I mean, I can see it either way. I mean, who knows? Uh, another big game, Notre Dame and Stanford. I don't think Notre Dame's legit, but, you know, we'll see. South Carolina plays Kentucky. I mean, this is another big game for Kentucky to continuously make statements. They win that game. Then they make their strong even holder on the number two spot <laughs> in the East. Watch out. Uh, Washington plays BYU. Oregon has to play California, who's ranked. Um, let's see. How about yeah. West Virginia, Texas Tech? Yeah, West Virginia, Texas Tech. Dude, I'm surprised that Texas Tech is actually back in the top 25. I know. If you, if you like defense, don't watch that game. No, not at all. Um, also, Clemson plays Syracuse for hopefully revenge factor <laughs> after losing to him last year. New quarterback, or not, I mean, a quarterback that's been playing, but his first start. Um, and then, you know, Texas, they play Kansas oh State. Gosh. Dude, I don't know what it is. Even if, like, I, I haven't really been a big, like, Texas person until this year just because I had him as a sleeper. But, like, they always have trouble playing at K-State. Like, I don't know what it is. I hope they lose by 100. But... Dude, you're just saying that for me to be wrong. That's yeah. the only reason. And I hate Texas. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I think the one, the game that I'm looking forward to the most is obviously Ohio State-Penn State. Yeah, that should be a really good game. I can't wait. Hopefully, um, Penn State pulls it out. Hopefully. So, last week, with our picks, we were four. Go ahead and run down what the games and what the picks were. Let me run they it didn't down. get to listen. So... With our mic problems, obviously, we did some picks last week, and we were picking between LSU, La Tech, obviously we both picked LSU, um, Bama, Texas A&M, we both picked Bama, and then te- Texas and TCU. That's one that we had uh, mixed up, obviously. Hook em, baby. Hook em. Obviously, I had TCU. I lost that game. Oh, well. Um, then another one, we both had Boston College versus Purdue. We took BC, both took a mean L on yeah. that one. Dude, Purdue winning their first game. Yeah, true. Rondell Moore. It's about time. Um, so, and then we had Arizona State versus Washington. We both took Washington. Uh, Mississippi State versus Kentucky. Um, took an L on that one, but I'm completely okay with losing that game. Yep. That was a good loss for both of us. Um, and then the night game, Stanford versus Oregon. I took Stanford. You Freaking fortunately Oregon chokes the game away. You fortunately took or, took uh, Oregon. So you should have won that game. Yeah, no, you shouldn't have. Um, so we ended as four and three for both of us. Not the prettiest week. Yeah. What are our total standings? So total standings. I am seventeen and ten. And you are 18 and nine. Still first place, man. So you're still in first place, but it's whatever. Because that's obviously going to end this week. So <laughs> going into our picks for this week, Bama versus School of the Blind. Who you got? Bama. Why? Because it's Bama. Yeah. Love it when you say that. All right. They don't play nobody until they play <laughs> LSU, man. Like, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> All right. LSU versus Ole Miss. The Tigers, man. Ooh. That would be an interesting one. You gonna hate again? DBU, you man. Gonna, you gonna hate? You gonna hate again, Mason? <laughs> no, it's no. already bitten you I've three times. I've got LSU. I've obviously got LSU. All right, Stanford versus Notre Dame. I got Stanford. I don't think Notre Dame was legit. So you're I finally jumping on my Tiger. Stanford Cardinals bandwagon. I mean, I'm not like I haven't been hating on them. Yes, you have. I just thought I don't Oregon think you would win them the game. Once. Huh? You haven't picked them once. Did I pick USC? Yes. Okay. Well, whatever. I got. Then you have been hating on my Cardinals. Whatever, man. Good yeah. Okay. 
So I've obviously got Stanford also. All right, Washington versus BYU. Washington. You're not taking that upset? I'm not taking it. Why not? Because Washington's one of my teams. I think they're really good, and <laughs> I think they'll still win the Pac-12. All right, I've got Washington also. Mississippi State versus Florida. Who do you got? State. I got State too. I don't think I don't think Florida's gonna win, man. No, Florida's I don't think trash. So. I mean, they go to the road, and I don't think they're very good. All right, Ohio State versus Penn State. Who you got? I've got Ohio State. Nah, man, Penn State gonna win this game. Man. This is where we differ. Penn State's gonna win. Listen, it's at Penn State. Okay, Penn State's really good. I got Penn State winning, man. They're not I on do. that level yet. They're not quite there Dude, yet. Dude, Trace McSorley, he's legit. I know. He's gonna Trace win McSorley is legit. Okay. I really like him, but they're just not there yet. They're not on Ohio State's level yet. Ohio State haven't played nobody. Dude, neither has Penn State. I got Penn State. Man. Get out of here. Okay, we'll see. Oregon versus Cal. The whiteout, Cal. man. Go Ducks. You got the Ducks again. I got the Ducks, man. They're going to come back after losing that game, and Nike University is going to win the game. <laughs> Their quarterback's legit. He's really good, man. He only had like three or like four incompletions Yeah. in the game at Stanford. I liked him, but hey, go Cardinals anyways. Um, so I've got Oregon also, and that was our last pick that we're going to do. So we've, we're different on one game. One game. Make or break. Yeah, I'm going to bring my – Record the only thing you can worry. do is tie. Yeah. So I'm still going to be winning. No, you're not. Yeah. Pretty much. No. We'll be tied. <laughs> no, man. Penn State's going to win. I'm going to go undefeated on my picks. And I'm going to be up two games. You're obviously not going to do that. Um, so that's all I've got this week. You got anything else you want to add? So you didn't get to hear this last week because our podcast didn't go up. But, hey, we're finally up on iTunes. Uh-oh. Look at that. Finally up on iTunes. Tell your friends. Uh, these are all the places we're up. We're up on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher. So all those places, that's where we're up. Tell your friends. Down to the wire with Mason and Cam. And listen, hey, Mason, we have our first guest, special guest, coming in <laughs> next week. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit of the uh, MLB playoffs. They start uh, that the first week of October and so, a buddy of ours, Joey Kerrigan, is going to join us to talk some baseball with us to kind of preview because we're not really big baseball people. I like to watch. I like the Braves, but he's going to know a little bit more and be able to give some uh, insight on the playoffs. We're going to bring some MLB heat to you guys. Yeah, man. MLB heat. Getting ready for the playoffs. We'll see what he says. We might give some predictions. And so, just look forward to that. So, we got our first special guest on the podcast ever, um, hopefully. If Becca will get her act together and get us <laughs> our logo, then we'll finally have our official logo up on, a po- on our podcast. But other than that, thanks for watching, guys. Sorry we didn't have a podcast last week. Hopefully this makes up for it. But thank you guys for listening. Down to the Wire with Cam and Mason. Appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, wow, we really didn't go as long as I thought we were. We're nope. right at around 51 minutes. Heck, yeah. So, hey. It'll be another two-parter, so we're the kind of kings of that. But thank you guys for for uh, listening. Tell your friends, subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast at, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Go Tigers! Roll Tide.